It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Giannis blocks the Suns from going up 3-1 in the finals. Would Ben Simmons make sense in Dallas? Plus, what do we need to watch for in the second half of the MLB season? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Well, once we moved past Suns in four, now Bucks in six back in play when we're looking at some of these fan favorite catchphrases. The Milwaukee Bucks get 40 points from Chris Middleton, and they even the NBA Finals getting a monster 109-103 win in game four in Milwaukee. Joining me now from Locked On Bucks with a heart rate well over 100 right now, Frank Madden. <laughs> and, and Frank... In the second half, Chris Middleton goes on a, a, a one-man show run and gets them the win. What was the difference for Chris Middleton tonight? Was it just he made shots? I mean, it's cliche to say, but but I, I think it, it really wasn't. And, and it's interesting because, you know, you look at Chris Middleton and Devin Booker. Um, mirror image games may, not, may, may be a little bit of an exaggeration, but Booker going off for 42 on 28 shots, Middleton 40 on 33 shots. Those guys were the stories, obviously, for for their teams. Um, meanwhile, Chris Paul and Drew Holiday having just nightmare games, both shooting the ball. Paul five turnovers. Uh, Drew Holiday couldn't couldn't buy a bucket. But um, you know that's what's so fascinating about this series. You know, each team has you know obviously kind of the headline guys, and for better or worse, the consistency uh, from game to game has not really been there tonight. You know, it's Middleton who just time and again in that fourth quarter. <laughs> You know, again, a guy that has been questioned time and again over the years by Bucks fans, consistency questioned in this playoff run as well. But uh, when they needed him most in an absolute, you know, must win game to try to keep this uh, to get the series even, obviously Middleton just coming up huge. We were waiting for a close game and and man, we, we finally got one. A close game, but not necessarily a great game. <laughs> that said, if, if you had told the Bucks that that the Suns were going to shoot 51%, you were going to shoot 40% and 24% from three, and, and Devin Booker was going to score 42, you'd say, there's no way we win this basketball game. Yeah, I mean, this has been kind of a recurring theme of this Bucks playoff run that they get into these, you know, kind of rock fights, especially on three, from three-point range. You know, tonight the Bucks go 24% from three. The Suns, uh, forcing for the Bucks, not a whole lot better. Seven out of 23, 30%. Um, but you know, uncharacteristically, Bucks giving up a really high percentage on twos. You know, normally they're a team that that beats you in on twos because they get all those paint points, and then they force you to take those mid-range jumpers that are just harder. But tonight, man, Devin Booker <laughs> did not look bothered at all shooting mid-rangers. Chris Paul didn't really get anything going offensively, but Booker picked up the slack and then some. And just a weird box score to look at because, as you said, you know, 51% shooting from Phoenix. 
you don't expect that in a game where ultimately Phoenix, you know, 108 offensive rating, that's not that's not great by their standards by any stretch. But again, those turnovers, 17 turnovers, this is a team that because Paul and Booker usually take such good care of the ball, that's why they're such a team that you, you really fear in late game situations. They don't turn over the ball, they get to their spots, they can hurt you with those mid-rangers. But tonight, the Bucks, as they've done so many times during this playoff run, were able to to stay alive. And once again, just as they did in that net series, they go toe to toe with you know a guy having a heater. Uh, previously, Kevin Durant, this time Devin Booker, and because they're able to make plays on both ends late in games, they're able to once again uh, pull out a, a clutch win. And and you know, again, it wasn't an elimination game, but you know, two two versus three one. I mean, one of those situations you have basically no hope. But at 2-2, two two, Bucks are certainly going to like their chances a heck of a lot more. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, would Ben Simmons make sense in Dallas with Luka Doncic? That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto makes it easy to buy car parts. Trust me, this is, is not an easy process. No one wants to deal with that, especially because... You don't know what fair market value for a bumper is, or you probably don't. I certainly don't. But you could end up paying 30, 50, even 100% more for the same part at a chain store or car dealership, and you wouldn't even know you were getting ripped off. Rock Auto would never do that to you. This is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find solutions for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Devin Booker drops 42, but it's not enough to overcome the lack of production from Chris Paul. Brendan Queen here with Locked On Phoenix Suns, and we are at that time of the season where every diehard fan starts to wonder if everything that they know about their team is false. Somehow, Chris Paul dropping this game in large part because he just was not himself. And Suns fans now panicking. Wait, the point god is not going to save us anymore? Yes, that's what it feels like tonight. That's not what it will feel like forever. Suns drop a 109-103 game four in Milwaukee. We're heading back to Phoenix this weekend with a best of three series in hand. The Suns waste a Devin Booker virtuoso performance. 17 of 28 from him, 17 of 25 from two. No threes made in his massive performance, 42 on the night, and yet the Suns come away empty. Very little support. Chris Paul with those turnovers and missed shots, and Giannis continuing to do his thing. Chris Middleton continuing to do his things. The Suns don't have an answer for a lot of what the Bucks are doing on offense right now, but if they can just be a little bit better, I have a feeling this weekend will make Suns fans a little happier. It was a star-studded night for the WNBA All-Stars with an impressive shooting performance all around. Hello, women's basketball fans. Erica Lindsay Ayala, one of your hosts of Locked on Women's Basketball, here to recap the 2021 WNBA All-Star Weekend. We got a different experience than we're used to 
Yes, because of COVID. Yes, because of the Olympics. But also, it was the first time in quite some time that we saw Team WNBA versus the United States basketball team. That's right. The team headed to Tokyo took on the WNBA All-Stars that were voted in by fans, uh, the players themselves, the media, and then ultimately a roster of 12 selected by WNBA coaches. But the WNBA All-Star MVP goes to Team WNBA player guard Arike Ogumbawale representing, of course, the Dallas Wings. Arike Ogumbawale dropped 26 points on Team USA. Congratulations to Team WNBA. Congratulations to Arike Ogumbawale. Free agent Richard Sherman is facing several charges, including one of suspicion of burglary, domestic violence after he was arrested at his wife's parents' residence in Redmond, Washington, early Wednesday. Redmond Police Department Chief Daryl Lowe said at news conference Wednesday that Sherman also faces charges of suspicion of resisting arrest and malicious mischief. In addition, Washington State Patrol Captain Ron Meade said at the news conference that his department is also ready to refer Sherman to prosecutors for possible misdemeanor DUI and hit and run charges related to a separate incident Wednesday. Sherman sustained minor lacerations to his lower leg and ankle and was treated at a local hospital as a result of contact from a police dog, which was used in his apprehension, Lowe said. An officer at the scene also received minor injuries. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for this month on betonline.ag. The NBA draft is less than three weeks away, and the first overall pick might be a lock, but you can still bet on it. BetOnline.ag lines for the first pick in the NBA draft have Cade Cunningham as a minus 2,500 favorite, Evan Mobley as a 10 to 1 underdog, Jalen Green at 10 to 1, Jalen Suggs 14 to 1, Jonathan Kaminga at 20 to 1. For all your NBA finals, Major League Baseball, Olympics, golf lines, BetOnline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know. The city of brotherly love no longer in love with Ben Simmons. Sham Sarania reporting Philly has started to engage on Ben Simmons trade talks. Mark Stein reported a handful of teams likely to be interested. Joining me now from Locked On Mavs, Nick Angstad and Nick. Uh, Dallas has not necessarily been uh, linked in these talks in a, in a real way, but it could be a destination that makes sense. What do you think of the idea of Dallas, who probably could use a move here to get into contention, trying to angle for Ben Simmons? Oh, man, a Ben Simmons trade for the Mavericks doesn't make a ton of sense to me. There's not really a lot they could do. They could send Porzingis, I guess. They could send some future first if they wanted to. But I don't know who's, I mean, Porzingis obviously has, his value is way lower than Ben Simmons right now. But what else would you have to add to Porzingis to get you to a place where you'd get to Ben Simmons value? It feels like if you ask fans, if you ask media people, Ben Simmons value is just all over the place right now. Some people are like, well, he, he won't even get a star back for him. You won't get a player back for him. You just have to get picks and live with it. I mean, it's just all over the place right now. So for the Mavericks, if they could figure out a way to get Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons and Luka, Make a little bit of sense, but I just still think if Ben Simmons is your second best player, your best player, you have a ceiling as a team, and I think the Mavericks want to go farther than that. So when you look at the rest of the league then, you know some of the names being mentioned, it's not the who's who of the NBA. It's not teams going, 
Oh yeah, Ben Simmons. He is the missing piece to a a finals run. It is some teams trying to figure their futures out. Teams like Toronto and Indiana and Minnesota. What team makes sense for you? Yeah, I think it's one of these teams where you have to build a team around Ben Simmons. So it's one of these teams that has a ton of assets. But the thing is with the 76ers, you also have to trade them players that can win now, too. So it's a really weird mix of, you know, can you find a team that has a bunch of players that are useful, but then also enough assets to get Ben Simmons? And it's like it just doesn't make a ton of sense. The the trade partners that are out there right now, the Indiana one makes a little bit of sense The Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren, and then maybe a first round picker. So that one kind of makes sense to me. And then you could take Ben Simmons, and he has a shooting big man with Miles Turner, shooting big man with Demonis Sabonis. You can figure out something that works there. But with Simmons in general, you have to build a team around him. He can't just be thrown onto any team like some of these uh, great players in the NBA that you can put them on any team and they'll work well. He has to have four shooters around him and probably four solid shooters around him to be able to make it work. And then uh, he has to have the ball in his hands as well because you can't just have him stand around at the dunker spot all the time like the Sixers did and then try to create stuff around him. So I think it's one of these teams where they can start to build something around him, get shooters around him, and then also they'd have to send something back to the Sixers for them to win now as well. If the Sixers traded for Malcolm Brogdon, over under five minutes into the first practice, Joel Embiid tells Brogdon that he stole his rookie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> he goes at it, and then there's an Instagram post afterwards of like, like Joel Embiid dunking on Malcolm Brogdon or something like that. Be like, yeah, it's mine now. Or like, maybe he steals it from his locker. There's like they they stage it or something. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. What can we expect in the second half of the MLB season? Our cue of the day is next. One more break to talk to you about our friends at. Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I got another message from someone today. Hey, I finally took your advice and I got the Built Bars. These things are amazing. And you might not believe me. If you've heard these reads before, you're probably saying, no, people don't actually say that. Well, guess who knows I'm telling the truth about that. All of the people who have tried them and loved them. And that is basically Everyone, all their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are delicious. They're easy on your stomach. I had someone point that out to me the other day. Some protein bars can make you feel like you just ate a brick. Built Bar is not like that, but they are high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, and low in sugar. And the best part, they taste amazing. They taste so good. The best tasting protein bar ever. Right now, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The Home Run Derby is in the rearview mirror, as is the Midsummer Classic. So what are we looking for in the second half this baseball season joining me now 
the host of Locked On MLB, Paul Sully Sullivan. And, and Sully, when, when we look at the, the second half here, what are the storylines that you are going to be keeping an eye on? What's the top of the list for you? Oh, the top of the list for me is can anybody penetrate the group that has been entrenched in the playoff spots since basically June? We've had no movement of a new team even taking the second wildcard spot since the, since the middle of June. It's been the same five teams in the American League and the same five teams in the National League every day since the Cubs fell out of first place. So, oddly, the team that is making the biggest charge is Cincinnati, who took three out of four from Milwaukee and are opening the second half of the season hosting the Brewers. If they continue to play well, they'll chip away. But it says a lot about the races that the closest one and the tightest one is a team that has a four-game lead. So we got to see, there's going to be some shuffling of, okay, who's the top seed, who's the low seed, who's going to avoid the wild card, who's going to win the division. But when you look at the two teams that are closest to jumping into a wild card spot are Seattle and Cincinnati, and neither one of them are going to get that spot this weekend because they're too far back. We're going to see if anything can happen this second half of the season, or are we just <laughs> shuffling the, the deck chairs until we get to October? The other part of this, baseball always has these, these trades that can be momentous, mm-hmm. that can change the trajectory. So if you're looking at a team who could, could come in and make that big swing, no pun intended, which, what team is that? Well, first of all, Gibson of the Texas Rangers is, in my humble opinion, the front runner to win the Cy Young Award this year. Kyle Gibson, I mean, ever since Garrett Cole got a little bit inconsistent since they took his goop away, sometimes he's been dominant and sometimes he's been clobbered. That may be just who he is for the rest of the contract. Kyle Gibson's record and everything lined up, he's my Cy Young Award winner right now, and he's on the block. And so when you take a look at uh, Gibson and assuming the Nationals don't burst out of the gate, Scherzer, you have two pitchers who are all-star caliber pitchers who are available. And so many teams could use that. Uh, I've been talking on some of the podcasts how Tampa Bay has gone on a nosedive since Tyler Glasnow got injured. They need that innings-eating pitcher in the middle of the rotation so they're not relying on openers every single day. So that could be the difference between going to the World Series or not for some of these teams. So that, those are whoever gets Scherzer and whoever gets Gibson is going to get a gigantic boost for the second half. And finally, former WNBA MVP Neka Ogumike was notified by FIBA that her petition to play for her native Nigeria in the upcoming Tokyo Olympics was denied due to, quote, substantial involvement of more than 10 years with Team USA. Neka is exploring all her options, including a possible application to the Court of Arbitration in Sport, who even knew that existed. The Nigerian Basketball Federation filed an appeal to FIBA on behalf of Ogumike and Elizabeth Williams, the Atlanta Dream Center, who was also denied because of previous involvement with Team USA. The Federation wrote that NECA and Williams were two of the top players that would have made our team one of the strongest at the games. Remember, the Nigerian men already beat the Team USA men 
Each player was given consent by USA Basketball to play for Nigeria, paid an administrative fee of $10,000 to do so, and holds a Nigerian passport. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts coming up Friday. What happened to Chris Paul's offense? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.